there's a very interesting shayla which came up in America. Um, the gentleman asked the following shayla. He came after one of the shoe and um, learned balabas, and he said that he'd had a problem because he had received a loan from in- investors. And he only found out afterwards, a number of months afterwards, that they were in fact Eden. Um, and when he raised to them this point that we, you know, when there's a rivers problem, they weren't very fast because a little bit of their money was from Goyim and they somehow thought this sorted everything and it's not a problem. And therefore, they weren't so interested. But he pushed on it and he went and spoke to Rav and Rav told him, yes, he's going to do a Hesesco. See, not everyone's as learned as Moshe Mdoilam here, right? So he did the Hatiska. Um, and now, based on the point which Mamish came up in Agav in, the, in one of the Shurim, I'm saying they're not allowed to do a Hatiska it doesn't work in And in fact, what you need to do is then Kinyonim and you amakne back as a Puran for the Chayv and then you can reinvest with a new Hakkanah. Um, in order to now invest under Hetisk, which is signed prior to the second step, as we've discussed a number, number of times before. And this is very concerning for him because, to the best of his knowledge, this has not happened. Um, and he asked, you know, is this the case? I said, yeah, this is the Allah, you, you can't do it, my friend. But I said, but maybe the Rav did Kinyonim. With some of the other people, maybe you weren't involved. I said, no, I was, the, I was the only one, I was the point man. I said, listen, go back and, and ask respect, because maybe you're missing an angle here. See, you came to a shoot and you heard, I just want to double check how it happened. So he came out the next morning and said, I, I, I checked. And the, the Rav said that he thought that it wasn't a problem, because originally when we took the funds, we set up Piheta verbally, but we didn't do it. On the original time when we received the funds, we set up a Hetiska, we didn't actually sign Hetiska, so therefore to sign the Hetiska later is not a problem. That is what, that's what he was told. And he said, no, that, that's impossible because when we received the funds, I thought they were going. I had no idea they were eating Bechlal. We certainly didn't set up Hetiska, and I've emerged and I understand the Bechlal. So, Again, a, a, a um, Zikaran uh, re-emphasizing that these shayas are complex. It's very easy to get them wrong. Um, you have to understand the nature of what's going on. You have to understand the business side. And you have to understand the practical halacha and etc. And they certainly shouldn't be asked in the way out of shul. Um, you know, so many times these things can go wrong, particularly in the area of rivers, I find, more than... Many, for sure, more than any other question, Mishwat. It's just so intricate, and there's so many just nuances and small details that now when I say it, it's fine, you know, you're being presented it in the share, etc., fine. I said, okay. So what happens now if we go back and do Kinyonim? The Hetisk, etc. He said, they're never going to be masking. You know how to get through. To begin with, to get them to do this Hetisk, which they thought was a waste of time, wasn't needed, but, okay. Um, borderline, yeah, and and therefore now I I made them jump through the ring once at my Rob's advice, <laughs> and they knew that because I'd mentioned at the time this is 
So uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Now, I was in America, and it's worth mentioning that in America there are a lot more, Kedarka Makedish, a lot more inclined to be Seymachan of Moshe. When there's no personal guarantee, uh, except in one of the Joshua's, uh, one of the Diana who spoke said this Nam Talmud of Lakewood and of Aaron Paskin, not like with Moshe, on this particular point. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Moshe, again, I personally asked uh, uh, um, uh, David Feinstein if his father meant that, that one could be soon this Lechachila without any problem. And he smiled at me sweetly <laughs> and said, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know. um, now, interestingly enough, um, somebody told me in the last week that, um, see, this Tshuva of Moshe was written uh, to Mishrachas Freshwater, uh, to Oman Freshwater. Yeah, and apparently they have it still in their safe and happy to allow it. They have it. It's a clearly where we have to ask them what they do. But uh, it, it, the Makar of it is started here in England. Um, but again, Ushleim Zalman and, and Abu Yashiv and, and Rabar and many, many, many others didn't hold of it and didn't, didn't agree with it at all, especially not when you're dealing with the Dereisa. But in this situation, if you stuck, I wanted to know, Chosh, did he, did he have at least Rav Moshe as a fallback? So, Rav Moshe, now, so, let, so now let's go, so now let's go, no, so let's go through the, the, the structure of the deal. And and um, I, I must admit, um, I, I was a bit flawed um, in, in knowing how to tell him whether or not he had a motion. I have an opinion, but I'm not holding my stuck. I haven't had much time to think about it since. Uh, and I'll tell you why. The, the structure is as follows. The structure is like this. Again, just to be clear on what a motion is and what a motion isn't. Always. Always. They'll call themselves investors, and then when they ask their, their accountant how it should be structured, it'll be classified as a loan with interest, because tax-wise, in any case, it's much more efficient if it's a loan with interest than if it's an investment with a return, etc. It's just why I'm no idea, whatever, but that's... Um, and for security reasons, you know, you want it as a loan so that you get your capital back before anyone else gets their capital. You can call it investment and then call it preferred, preferred return, and the different, you know... Many times we've discussed... Don't be misled by the terminology. Because some people call it a loan and they mean an investment. Some people call it an investment and they mean it a loan. Some people call it profit and they mean interest. You've got to look at the, the, the reality of what it is, not so much the label that's been put on it by someone who either did or didn't pay attention at the time or it was just being, you know. Um, so the structure, so Moshe, Moshe, just to be very, very clear, Moshe's pula is only when the borrower is a company with no personal guarantee. It's completely irrelevant whether the lender is an individual or a, bo- or, or a company. Um, Moshe says that very, very clearly. And the longness behind the Moshe is not because we recognize the company as being a separate entity. Because the Moshe does not allow you to have your company run on Shabbos. It doesn't allow you to have your company to own Chomets on Pesach. Um, which is a discussion in, in, in the post scheme. Where Moshe holds a company, we, we, we look through the company, but... When it comes to Sibli Zilchus Rivers, Ramosha learns there's no Shibut Haguf when your ability to claim is restricted to certain assets and the people themselves can have millions of dollars and you can't go after them. So then there's no, he holds in such a case there's no Shibut Haguf. It's like a Paiskim Afurish. 
again, that itself is a shayna. Who says we're placing him first? There's no shubh da'guf. Maybe there's a shubh da'guf, the IOU money, but your ability to claim is through me to these specific assets, that that's what's been agreed and nothing else. But that doesn't necessarily mean by default, just because we say the magic words, I'll put him first, that there's no shubh da'guf. Okay. No, because there's a shibla of which we've agreed. I owe you, but we've agreed that that I'm your ability to claim from me is limited to this asset of mine. They're my assets, not they're not mine. They're my assets. I owe you money, and we've agreed. I'm only prepared to lend you if that's the only place you can claim from. You don't have to lend me, but you're prepared to lend me under these terms. Why? Because you think you've got enough security. Because whatever, whatever. whatever. There's a, 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 a very big practical relevance, according to all other places, and therefore there's a problem with rivers. Again, it's a chicken egg, Shaila, because before you get to those rivers, first understand what is a place for which, how does it work? Right? Default position of every single halvo is a shiva daguf. Right? Here, I'm limiting what of mine you can take from. So how do you understand that? Rabbi Moshe turned and said, wow, that's a whole new concept. That means there's no Shibu Dagoof. That, well, that makes sense. Well, that seems to be true. Well, what's the point of a Shibu Dagoof if you can't use it? You can use it. That's what enables you to go after these properties. Otherwise, you won't be able to touch them. But that's Shibu Nechassim. Again, you, that you, you don't... These Nechassim only you can claim from because I owe you money. And that's what therefore entitles you to claim from these Nechassim. That's why Well, well, again, there is, in theory, in theory, but then you have to know if even then there's a Shubh Daguf, meaning, if you have a property, which is Shubh to you, and then I sell that property to somebody else. So if you can be given from the Chosim Shubhazim, you can go after that property. However, what happens if I sell the whole Chayv uh, to somebody else? Can, 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 can the Malva who has that Shubh Daguf then be Moichel? These things get very complicated. Right, so we're not going to go through the, 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 that part of uh, the Lomz and Hilfus Havon in Shibudim, etc. But let me, let me tell you this actual structure. It's got something there that I've never come across before. It doesn't mean it might, not be, might be very common. I just haven't come across it. And it's as follows. The investors who we'll call globally Ruven, right, it's a group of investors who are primarily Yidin, um, and they call themselves investors, are lending X amount of money into a property deal. Shimon, company X. Shimon, which is the, or let's call it a, a new co, which is the company which is owned by Shimon and his partner. Um, Shimon and his partner put money into this company of their own, and now they've received money from the investors in the form of a loan. In the form of a loan. Now the, the agreement is as follows. They are lending money to the company and they want X percentage return of the profits. That means if there are profits, everyone gets their money back and they get, let's call it 50% of the profits. If there are losses, then they get the equity in the company first to make sure they get back their loan before anyone gets anything. So in other words, the money which has been put in, and this part is very standard. Because it's there as a loan and not an investment. So if it would be there as an investment, 
and you could have A shares and B shares, different classes, but if you don't, then everyone takes out pennies to the pound. Because theirs is structured as a loan, same way as a bank mortgage will get paid off before any investors get back their money, their loan to the company comes first before anything else. And in fact, they actually had in place that the moment anything goes below whatever, they take over the shares of uh, 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 Shimon and Co. in the company. Which again, is not no major Kiddush there. The, the Kiddush to me, I've never come across before, is like this. So again, as it stands at the moment, and there's no personal guarantee. As it stands at the moment, it's, it's a scenario of ribis because if they're profits, they're going to take their share of the profits. It would be called Sadechot Beribis, because they're not guaranteed profits if they're no profits. They're only getting profits if they are. The capital is guaranteed against the other assets. Right? If you don't hold a Moshe, it's a problem of Halvar, because the assets that, 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 that Shimon and Co. put in are on the line for the Karen, but they're not on the line for interest. So it would be Tzadechot. Only if there are profits, they get a helicopter. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, now as follows. Reuven, the investor, has got a clause which says that if in the event that Shimon and co are negligent in their managing of the company, how you define negligent, you don't need to get into now, and they cause the loss of the property, right? So let's assume, for example, they're meant to apply for certain planning, they're meant to do certain things in certain ways, and they didn't do it right, and because of that, the bank loan, uh, you know, whatever, and the bank took possession, etc., whatever. Then they're personally liable for the loan. So in other words, let me rephrase it in more yeshivish sprach. If we, if we, I'm saying this very carefully because I'm about to dial back in a minute, but in simple terms, if we look at the property, the equity in the property as a mushkin, right? Because it's a mushkin for the loan of Ruven and Co., right? They're lending and the only security they have is the equity in the property. So Ruven and Co. are saying to Shimon and Co., if you're negligent with our mashkin, then you'll be personally liable. Right? You're not liable for our If you do everything in the company and everything goes pear-shaped, then you don't ask a penny. We can't come after you. But we have a certain degree of comfort in lending to the company because we've got security here in this, in this uh, property. If you mess up... Uh, well, that's what, that's what we have to analyse. I, I I'm, I'm not going to go what the marshal was. Whatever is classified as negligence and defined as negligence. Let's say that... Not mazik. Not mazik your dime. Mazik your dime is high in any case. What you're saying is that, 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 that not generating enough profit from something is not called sheer as far as... It's not it's not a on a mushkin where there's damage happening as a result of your. It just hasn't grown.
we also want you to be liable. We're putting a clause that you should be liable for a Shia, even maybe normally, maybe not even Hamish. We're making a Shia that if you're for Shia in the, in the way you're handling our investment, we want you to be liable. So now, now let me just throw this right back at you and show you what I've just done to you. Yeah. I've just answered you what, what businessmen do, uh, because they're thinking from a business, they're not thinking from a career perspective. They're not, because they're, they're not there, they're not in the best manager, they're in the office, right? I'm calling them invest, investors, you're calling it investment, it's a loan. So there's actually no such thing as pshia on a loan. There's no such thing as pshia on a loan. I've lent you money, you do what you want, mobile aid saw. You can burn it, I don't care, it's nothing to do with me. I don't have an investment. And that's, But, but that first line that you said is not true. Because that if you do everything fine, then you're not liable. Because I am liable. Because all the hundreds of thousands of dollars that I put into the property are liable for, for this. I'm just not personally liable. But my money is liable. My money is liable. I put money into my pro- the project. You're an investor. You come along, you put in your money as well. So you're not saying, as long as I do everything fine... You're an investor, glut investor. Because, Lamaisa, you'll still get from my equity in the property. If things go wrong. No, if they go wrong. Even if I'm... What? It's a loan. My half million is on the line. It's not a mushkin. It's not an investment per se. What Moshe says... It doesn't matter, the Gabi Hilchus Ribbis, because there's no Shibda Guf. So, I don't understand. What's the difference if you also have money in it or not? If I don't have a penny in it, then, no. then, if I don't have a penny in it, then it's Takhan investment. Cause, cause I'm not personally liable. I haven't got a penny in there that's personally liable. So it's your company, effectively, and I'm gonna take a Chedekul Revochim. If there are Revochim. If there are no Revochim, and they're losses, they're your losses. If this was a genuine investment, I put half a million, you put half a million, then my money doesn't go before your money. They go with the same. We both invested. We lose. Every pound gained, we gain 50, cents, 50 pence. Every pound lost, we lose 50 pence each. Why, why am I losing all my money before you, you lose a penny? Terence is not a loan. It's not an investment. It's a loan. You mean that class? It's not a class. Before we get to the, the clause, the Matthias of the original deal was that it's structured as a loan. On the books, it's a loan. And, and their loan gets paid back before any other person takes out a penny. And that's what defines it as a loan as opposed to an investment. Because if it would be an investment, unless it would be an investment with class A and class B, which might be discussed itself, then it's not an investment. Any time that, 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 that everyone's... You know, investment means if there's revenue we gain, if there's losses, we lose. Who's like class? We get class. I'm not like class. Before we even get to that, before we get to the negligence, what happens in this deal if I'm not negligent? You will get back your money before I get a penny of mine back. You mean if you didn't do anything... We did everything right, but the market crashed. The market 
the bank foreclosed. You, you, you get it. And the reason why you get it is because you classified it as a loan. So therefore the company has to pay you back your money before anyone gets back. No, 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 no. That's, uh, that's only, that, no, it's very clear. It's put in there as a loan, and a loan means you get your money back before any other investor takes out a penny. Because yours is a loan. Everyone else has invested. You're, you've lent. Right? But, if that's not enough, if literally the market crashes, so again, by the way, when I say, you should realize this is not such a rocket thing. Because it all depends on the loan to value to begin with. Right? If, if, if you've got a, a 10% loan to value, Sorry, 90% loan to value, 80% loan to value. So, so that means all the money they put in, I put in 10%, you put in 10%, and the 80% we get from the bank. All that the, the, the has to happen is the property price has to fall by 20%, and there's no money left. Right? Now, now you know, that, that can happen. That has happened. Right? So, so, at that stage, I'm not going to have to pay a penny because I didn't. I mean, again, you'll, you won't get your money. I won't get my money because the bank take everything, right? So it was irrelevant the fact there was a loan as opposed to investment because it never got to that because the bank took the whole lot, right? But if not, if there was enough left for half, let's say half the money, you'll take all of my my half. You'll take all my money and walk away. I don't get a penny. Why? Only because it was structured as a loan. Now, Moshe says there's no problem with ribbons because there's no shiv da guf. That doesn't mean, you know, that it wasn't structured as a loan. So I'm just telling you that using the terminology of Hilchas Mashkin is, is a little bit, uh, you know, you lent the money, so I put up this property as security, but normally by Mashkin, it, it's, it, it's, it, 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 sorry, there's, there's two things. There's either Picodon or Mashkin. By Picodon of a Shomer, you give me your Chayfets, I'm meant to look after your Chayfets, if I'm negligent, I'm Chayf. Right? By, yeah, let's say, yeah, yeah, Muslim, Muslim, Muslim. So then I'm Chayf. Right? That's fine. But that's because you gave me your Chayfets to look after, as Makabala Chayfets on your Chayfets. Right? By Halva, I give you a Mashkin, that's extra security. I give you the Mashkin. If I'm holding on to the Mashkin, so it can happen, you can have a Sodeh. Right? I can't physically give it to you, but normally then you would move into the land, and there's other shires of that in the Gemara. But by, mash, by a mashkin of a sodeh, of a halva, it's irrelevant if I'm pishay or not, because I owe you whatever happens. Because there's a proper halva, it's a shivad aguf, a normal, normal classic Gemara scenario. So here what we're saying is, to put it into the Rav Moshe scenario, what, and, and actually makes a whole lot of sense in the, in this scenario, I put it what happens if you say to me like this? You're prepared to lend to me only against this field. And then you've got nowhere else to claim from. But if I'm negligent in this field, if I leave the dam open and, 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 and the stab chasadeh gets flooded, then even though in Mazik you can't make Michael because maybe it's Gorma or whatever it is, but then I'm personally liable. Well, it isn't, it isn't. But, but again, so... And the second one doesn't seem to... So, so it, if you think where we ended off in the last year, and then this is where we tie in a little bit, right? In the last year, um, I don't remember who was he wasn't, but in the last year, we had a discussion of Maridin and Shulchani. We had a discussion of Oriv. 
And we had this discussion where somebody said, you can lend him money because he's good for it. Right? And Gumar, and, and, and the Mechabah said that that's almost like Oriv. It's almost like Oriv. It's not Oriv because you're not saying, if you do it, I'm underwriting it. Right? But it's almost like Oriv because Ba'etzim, he's only doing it because you're telling him it's okay. Right? He's relying on you, which is like Maritim Nishlokhani. And we saw, when they said, said, well, but yeah, but it's almost like Oriv, but it's not Oriv. What's the difference? The nafkamin is la locha if it's oriv or if it's if it's midin oriv or midin garmi. Garmi according to certain shittas, your potter bonus. Right? If you didn't if you didn't mean it, you know, it wasn't your fault. It was, um, um, children, uh, Yoshim might not be chayav. We saw because it's not meant to penalize anyone. It's only meant to be a deterrent to the person who did it. Mashenkein, if it's uh, uh, oriv then there's a shibud on, on, on the estate, and if there's money left, then the ocean would have to pay. Not that, that enough minutes. Here, I, I, I think, depends how you learn. You can learn like Eli's suggesting, which is effectively like Garmi, where I'm saying that, that this is a good uh, uh, um, sodder to be on. I'm taking a bit further than you said it. There's a good sodder for you to lend against. I've got no personal achayas here, but but obviously you're relying on the fact you say to me that's only if, if I make sure it's all good if I, if I don't look after it properly then I have to do in Kabbalah Chayis now Kabbalah Chayis is within Oriv am I an Oriv on this loan am I like a third party guarantor saying if you can't claim from this field in this and this circumstance not generally because that's called a PG and PG with Moshe says straight away is a problem but in certain scenarios I'm going to underwrite it It's limited to the value of the loan. Yeah, because at the time when you put the loan in, the property was worth much more than that. No, so, no, so, so I, th- I th- again, I, I, yes, no, this, I, again, it's a, it's a good question. I'm assuming that they would only have to pay for damages caused as a result of their negligence. Not, not if they were negligent, but there were also market factors that took it even further. I'm assuming they would only be hired to pay for what was caused by their negligence. How you worked it out, good luck, but... You could say that ultimately, if you break down what's happening, the investors have lent money, right? And the reason why they have a schus to claim is because they're choiv. They're prepared to limit their ability to claim to only this property, as long as you act properly in this property. But if you don't act properly in this property, then they're coming after you for the choiv. Their schus tviya is not within mazik, it's not within oriv pashtas, it's within Chayv. We've lent money. We're prepared to have our ability to claim capped at this thing as long as you behave properly. If you haven't played properly with it, then no, we're not capping it. We, we're going after you. We've got a PG. Correct. That's exactly the shadow. If you want to put this down in, the, in an accounting way, possibly, 
possibly, then if they're claiming it as their choyv, they get straight back their choyv. Um, there'll be no tax ramifications at all. If they're claiming because they've got someone to underwrite them for dollar study, maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm not a tax. Uh, I have no idea, but maybe that's considered dollar study. Even though it's it's covering a loss, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm not again. I'm just just. I don't know if that would be a true enough given a bit. You can hear the chiluk, right? And that's exactly why this 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 thing threw me because we're getting into the kishkas of Ramosha, right? The way Ramosha is analyzing the the whole concept that there's no shibuta goof when you you personally don't have to pay a penny. In this scenario, I may have to pay a penny. It depends how you phrase it. On, on the one hand, like you look at it and say, no, this is a loan for the company. There's no personal guarantee. And you know be the nafkamina, right? And nafkamina would be, what happens if the directors were not shareholders? And pastors. Well, you can't have the personal guarantee on the shareholders. Put it say that that would that would be bring it out, right? If you had a situation where the directors were not shareholders, the employees of the company. So then, if what's really going on here is that it's a loan, you know, to you, I'm happy to have it capped at this as long as our mushrooms looked after. But if a mushroom's not looked after, then it's a loan all the way through. Then it would have to be the shareholders who give the guarantee. Why? What's the good do with the directors? But if if no, it's a loan to the company with no personal guarantee at all. We happen to it's, this property is going to be managed by Grada. These directors, we want them to be personally liable. I mean, good luck getting directors to sign personal liability on something they're not shareholders on. Or why would they ever agree to that? Or why would they want that? Because people don't think things would go wrong. Yeah, yeah. But but do, do, do you hit the do you hit the shayla? The, the, the way it was phrased to me was not like that. The way, the way. What? Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the documents. Yeah, this was on the No, it, it was, I was asked then, the said, over breakfast. You know, uh, as you said, it wasn't after shul. It wasn't after shul. It was over breakfast. It was very relaxed American breakfast. Um, but but uh, but um, the way it was phrased is no, it was a loan to the company with no personal guarantee. And then I. Started prodding more, and and, and it came. He says it as, but no, yeah. If we were negligent on the thing, then there was a clause that. Which which which. It's not rochuk ma'oid from every loan to a company with a PG. Where you'll first go to the company, and if you can't get it from the company, then you can go to the, to the people for the loan. And that's, we say, why? If there's a shibud, ultimately, if there's a shibud behind everything, there's a shibud aguf. The fact that you have to go through a bunch of hoops till you get to the shibud aguf. Yeah, and it's always called still called shibud aguf. Right? Because we say that the whole, the rest is, a, it's, it's just layers and different assets you go through till you get to the person. 
Right? If you think about it, every time uh, you come to claim money, that if the person's got assets, you first go after those assets. If you can't get anywhere going after those assets, then you say, well, okay, you owe me money in, in law, then he could he could declare bankruptcy and he won't owe you any money in, in, in halacha, not pashtas, if it's personal bankruptcy. He'll still will stay owing you the money and if he makes money in the future, he'll owe you that money. So the shiva guf is normally like the last port of call once you've gone to try to get it off the assets and you couldn't get anywhere. There is, there is, there is, for sure is, yeah. I don't know because legally it doesn't any enough given up. By the way, this is this is absolutely a shame where where I could see uh, um, someone answering without Siyat Shmaya could Mamish uh, not see it coming because there is no Shiva Guf on the loan. It, it'll be a different. It'll be page sixteen. You know what I mean? On, on the loan itself, you're not signing personal guarantee. But, on the mashkin, which is supposed to be on the company, if the directors end up being negligent in, in how they manage that asset, and, and, the, and the investors don't get their loan back, then they're personally liable. But the way, the way it's written is probably more... Again, I haven't seen it written, but the way it was said to me, and the way that the person himself looked at it, um, was more lent itself more to what Ellie's saying. I'm just saying, I don't know if that means in halacha that's what it is. Right? The, the fact, remember, it's not being written with halacha in mind at all, obviously. So, it's written, and, and then if, if you're negligent on, on the company, then we can come after you. But no one's stopping to analyze why is that. Is that... Because the loan, to be, he doesn't own it. You, you, you've agreed, you can only claim from here. And if, if the Gwari says, Nistab Khasadzeo, no, I, I, I owe you the money for as much, whatever you can claim from this field. If the field gets flooded, I don't owe you a penny. I can be multi-millionaire with many other fields. Not high. You can ask a moral question. See, you know, why should he lose? He lent you money. What? Yeah, that, I didn't do a question. If you want to ask a moral question, is it, is it fair, right? Remember, he didn't get, stand to get, normally, not in this scenario, but normally by both of you, a person has done a chesed, he's lent you money. He's not gaining a thing from it. He's trying to help you. So the, the fact that you've got this, uh, I mean, it's normally serious where someone says, if you tobe and invest in, you can only take from this shibboleth and nothing else. But it doesn't mean that I'm, you lend me money. I, I'm, I'm, I, 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 what do you mean? That, that's maizah b'chol It's maizah that you can have, for example, a shop, right, where which trades with a, a distributor, and the distributor provides goods to the shop, etc., etc., and and then unfortunately the shop declares bankruptcy, right? Covid, especially, you know, has been find that there's there's been a lot of places that be kept artificially afloat but there, there's some that are beginning now to you know they just can't make it anymore there's too much uncertainty they just can't so they, you know whatever um, you know the bounce back loans have been spent and everything else is, they, they just can't they can't so now they close so there are some people and we've seen this over the years many times 
who turn around and say, Betsam legally, I don't owe you a penny. Now, you can have a distributor who says, I'm supplying your shop, I want you to, to be an Arif. I want you, I want a PG. It's not so shkiach. There's a lot of people that, they're running a business, they're not interested in being personable. So, that's the nature of the business, is when you trade, when you supply, and the invoice is written out from a shop, LTD, and it's a limited company, then you know, if something goes wrong, I can't claim from them. In halacha as well. In halacha as well, you can't claim from them. But, if the person turns around and says, he should lose out, you know, forever. So if I've got money, I, I feel morally obliged to cover his loss. So, so again, uh, this is not the same shaila as the halva shaila. Because there, I genuinely had a, 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 a business. I also made losses on it, right? Uh, shaila is that, that that he knew he was taking a risk. I knew he was taking a risk. I was acting in good faith. I'm not talking about cases where people suck out all the money before and they see it's going. I'm talking legit. Everything. Kedasi, I was running my business in good faith. Uh, what can I do? Now, I might, I might be, I might decide that, what am I going to do next? I'm going to open a new company and go back to business. That's what often happens. If I want him to supply me, and he still owed money from last time, I'm going to be in Stuch. So it's in my interest to keep a good relationship with him. That's not, that's a common sense shayla. That's not a halakha shayla. No, because... But, but, you'll still be in Stuch, because if he thinks you're the kind of guy who, who, who can go bust and, and not feel any moral responsibility to... So I'm saying, if a person can't afford to... If a person... So, no, okay, so, so then, people won't, won't necessarily do business with someone who's going to look at it that way, even if it's correct. Because they, they want someone who, if they can afford it, will cover their losses. Why should I have losses? Because of you. Again, are you mukhuv or not mukhuv? You're not mukhuv. Not even, not even not. Pashtus not. Because they know they're trading the company in good faith. That's business. Happens all day long. The people lose money on certain deals and gain on certain deals. The same thing here. You know, you, uh, if you're clever. You are, because you're supplying. You are, because you supply companies that you know can go out of business, and that's part of the risk in your business. They've got risks in their business that they've got rent to pay, and they may not have a... Let me just be clear. It's not about the risk in the same way as you might have someone come into your thing and steal from you. It's part of the risk, meaning that, that there are people who... who Businesses that fold, and, and some people will say... I, I think this business is getting a bit in trouble. I'm going to reduce the line of credit. Fine, that's prudent. You can decide what you want. But if you give a line of credit, and you know that, that in good faith they've run it properly, but they've lost them, then you know that that's the risk you're taking in your business. Huh? That's it. It's, this is... 
Yes, of course, of course, of course. If you're not a limited company, then of course you owe the money. A halacha doesn't recognize personal bankruptcy pastures. It's only because you're trading with a shop, and you know. I'll take him a fish. You cannot take from anything that I have, which otherwise you would. And, and the person who's doing the business probably wouldn't do the business if he had to give a personal guarantee because he doesn't want to lose his house, doesn't want to lose whoever. He's, he's uh, you know, we live in a, in a society which created the concept of a pacing of foolish. That's why he made it in a way that it can't be enforced on him. But if he's very wealthy, it doesn't mean that there isn't a moral obligation for him to say, why should I pay? Why should I so, he, he, I owe him the money. So, why should I pay? So again, like I said to you, I can fully understand if a person is wealthy and can afford it, turns around and says, I, why, I don't want him losing because my company closed. If I, Paid stuff. Could well be. Could well be. Could well be. Could well be. But again, the tachlis is, if people, again, all of this is only if it's mamish mamish run kadin. The moment you start uh, taking out money, etc., etc., that's a whole, a whole different story. It's a whole different story. Why? Because, because you took their money. You didn't have a right to take their money before you paid your debts. You got debts. You got creditors. This person's own money. If you're taking a fair salary that's a respect, a normal accepted salary for this kind of job, and it never changed, yeah, that's fine. Again, you could say, you could say, no, you could say you should be paying your bills before you take your salary. Yeah, so, so even before that, you're not allowed to take goods if you know that you're not going to be able to pay for them. If you know your, your company's on the verge of bankruptcy, you're not allowed to take the goods, because there, Taka, that's immoral. That's, that's not the same as bankrupt. Businesses have ups and downs. But if, if you know in the end of the month I'm declaring bankruptcy, I'm declaring bankruptcy and I'm closing my company end of the month, and you're still taking delivery from people. That's, first of all, that's illegal. That's illegal. And there you will be personally liable. So I'm saying, yeah, 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 yeah. And by the way, actually what happens, the, the, the courts will actually come after you. Every time you look at the bank, actually, there's a full person that goes through to make sure that at no stage, in any way, to no stage, that the director is ever at all do that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you're going to get bust no 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 because first of all no, nobody can predict in two years and second of all I might find I might find an injection of capital that someone's going to come in and help me revitalize the business no 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 I'm talking about when a person has made a decision that he's going to declare bankruptcy because he knows he's way too far in debt, he's not going to be able to get out of it. That's finished. Now. At what stage? And it is all balance of probability, so it's obviously Hard to do whatever, but ultimately, if you're trading, yeah, whilst you are technically solvent, meaning that you cannot reasonably, I think, roughly, roughly foresee 
that you can pay off your old debts with the old goods and things, at that point you are already criminally negligent. So I'm saying, so that's, that's very... So, so what I was going to say is that, that some people are in denial, meaning most normal people by that stage would have realized we're going to currency. They're just in denial. That won't help. Because, like you say, because if you look at it, but if they couldn't have seen it at that stage, I don't know, I'm not sure what the law is, but... It's to be continued. Shkoyach.